episode 230. Thank you all for listening to episode 229, Balls Go Deep. I am Montes T. Baggins, here with my co-host. Vibration T. Baggins. <laughs> Cody Bryant. All right. Thanks to Wes Anderson for my quarantine. Check him out on Facebook. Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on the Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing. Thank you, Brandon, for supporting the show. All the stuff you get to us, the shirts, the hats, the koozies, the the banana hammocks, everything you do. And he can do anything for you if you need some clothing for your company, your podcast, your sports team, your office, anything he can help you out. Allworkclothing.com. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Uh, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a Borat. Have you watched that yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, was- my God, dude. I cannot believe <laughs> some of the shit they get away with. It was great. Yeah. Lost my goddamn mind when they're dancing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Yeah, that was that was uh, interesting to say the least. The fact that he walked into the hotel and he's like, "I gotta blend in." Where's the KKK outfit? I'm like, oh my god, and nobody stopped him. Like, there was yeah, there was some of those, but oh man, the that whole thing with him uh, hitting the coronavirus with a frying pan. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, when they did that. Oh, did you watch that on Kimmel too? No. You happen to see that? So he goes on Kimmel and he's got the frying pan <laughs> in the coronavirus. And uh, his daughter shows up and they demand Jimmy Kimmel's pants. Like, you know, you just know how Sacha Baron Cohen is. This shit was great. Did you see it, Cody? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my God, dude. Some of the shit he just does. Amazon Prime gave that shit for free. I figured they'd make me. I was ready to pay like 10 bucks to see that movie. And I go on Amazon Prime and it was free. And I was like, all right. So even better. Yeah. I mean, we pay what? 120 a year for that shit. So they might as well give us something free. I agree. But I mean, I was, like you said, there's certain things I expect to pay for. And that's a, I mean, that, that was one I expected to pay for too. I think they wanted to get it out right before the election. Oh, yeah. I think that's probably why it was free. Cause I think. Like you said, it wasn't, it was, there was some good parts. I think it just felt rushed and it just wasn't as good as the first one, but it was still pretty good. I still liked it. It was so good. You know what he did with the Trump outfit and tries to give his daughter away to Pence. Oh my God. Or when he went into the goddamn synagogue and the Jewish lady, and I read more about that because that lady died a few months later. Did she? I feel bad for laughing, but I'm laughing as I can just picture that part of the movie. That was good. Yeah, and she was, like, great to him, and I, I read that that was the one time that he's broke character because she was just such a good person, like, saying, I don't care who you are, you know, like, mm-hmm. doesn't know, hey, she had no idea who the fuck he was, but he comes in with a goddamn nose and everything else. <laughs> oh, all the gypsy tears and everything, I was like, oh. <laughs> and she was, she, that lady was 88, I'm like, damn, she looks 60. Yeah, You're pretty damn good for 88. Yeah, there was... um. It just, like you said, I think the way they made the movie, they had it all, and then the corona hit, so I think they kind of tracked into that part of the movie, because I don't think that was meant to be in the movie, mm-hmm. would be my guess. So I think, right. it just, like you said, it seemed like they kind of rushed into that, would be my thought there. But like I said, it was or when they went to the fucking doctor, my dad put a baby in my daughter. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, oh, Cody, yeah. you'll enjoy some of the shit he does. 
He's like, yeah. He goes, because uh, what did he say? It was for it was for pleasure or something like that. But yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking cupcake with a little plastic baby. Out. Like they go fuck with this guy that's all about the church and they don't do abortions. He's like, you got to get the baby out of my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Uh, Oh, yeah, he just did. But the guy never asked anything. It was a fucking plastic little baby on top of a cupcake. You know, it was just shit like that. <laughs> I mean, Sasha Baron Cohen, if you listen to him talk normal, which is rare, uh, guy's a fucking genius. Yeah, I like I like Sasha. I think he's great. Yeah, the. Um, oh, God. But anyway, we got to thank. uh Last but not least, speaking of, uh, if you want to get your Borat on in Kazakhstan, get in touch with Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, except he hooks you up with people over 18. So maybe Rudy Giuliani needs <laughs> Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com to get him someone, you know, of age, legal age. Keep those pants on, Rudy. Maybe. Oh, couple, I mean, at least the actress is 24. A couple consultations with, uh, after a couple of consultations, consultations with Connell Barrett, you know, you're able to uh, maybe find someone your own age, Mr. Giuliani. So reach out to Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. All right. Uh, Goddamn, silver singles. That was never said during the interview. Oh, God, no. They never said her age in the interview, but he just comes out in his fucking, like, what was he wearing? Mm-hmm. Like the goddamn banana hammock bikini suit. He's like, she's only 15. Take me. <laughs> yeah oh, i've got yeah. a tight i got a tight tight rear vagina or whatever the fuck he said back vagina and thing something yeah like back that. vagina I'm like god damn oh oh, oh jesus yeah, make well, sure first, the kids are in bed for that one cody oh jesus is that what they put was that the october surprise or whatever they always talk about might be do you have the uh real oh, quick jesus Bear, we're going to do trivia first. You got the uh, standings updated? Yep, updated standings. Mm, Montes Teabaggin, 672. I was just making sure I did my math right. 672. Cody Bryant, 566. Myself with 589. Parrot with 235. Dub with 29. Wes Anderson with 7. And Security Jeff with Uno. Here we go. We'll get the uh, old chat boxy open. That was my chat box. There it is. All right, first up for two points. The wrestler we know is Rakishi. Wrestled as this mass superstar in the 90s, managed by Iron Sheik and Bob Chicken Wing, <laughs> Crossface Chicken Wing, Backland. Typing right. in a box. Yep. All right. I'm in. Oh, my bad. No, well, I sent it. Ooh, well, I'm wrong. Huh. Oh, shit. No, I'm wrong. That was Savio Vega. Quang was? Mm-hmm. Oh, are you sure? Yep. Rikishi was the sultan. They put the thing on his face because you, like, you could look at his body and tell it was him. And they covered his face, and they had to make up something about his face, his like tongue being cut out because he left or something. Or was Sultan? Yeah, correct. Two points. Oh, I definitely thought I was wrong yeah. there. Quang. I'm gonna have to go back and look up Quang. Yeah, you're, right. Right. you're right. It's definitely Savio. 
Yeah, they're built Rikishi. the same, though. Let's do another two, Rikishi two-point question. Is it deserves some love? What was the name? <laughs> I, what? I know, right? Deserve love, but I, that scares me when he does that shit. I don't know, man. He's like killing Rikishi right now. <laughs> what was the name of the tag team he joined at WWF with? I'm ready when y'all are. All right. Ready. Uh, you just hear small as was. Oh, I'm sorry. What is the name? Right. Um, hold on a second. Do we need to like Google Rikishi though and make sure he's still alive real quick? Can we get a <laughs> wellness check on him? All right. Are I'm you ready? ready? Yep. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Oh, I wanted to say John too cool. <laughs> I mean, he was in too cool. <laughs> right. Going with. The head shrinkers. I'm just gonna keep falling apart here. Was what? What was he at that? Was is that when he was head shrinker Fatu? Yeah. Okay. There, I think there was that and the Islanders, and then. And two. Quarters. All right. So, and finally, for three points, the official records on the internet wrestling database have the Undertaker only losing by submission one time in his career, even if it was a Montreal-type screwjob finish. Who was the only wrestler to beat Undertaker by submission? Hmm. Hmm. I got to assume that it had to be a screwjob then if uh, he put that in there. Right. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Is that some type of subliminal clue, or is he? Well, did, well wasn't what, wasn't there one where I know they didn't count it as a submission, but he was tapping out, and they didn't call it. Wasn't that against like? But that was to create controversy. Was that against Brock? I can't remember that. Uh, Might have been. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm about. To- Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be a guess. Yep, right. that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Trying to think back of his feuds and when it was. Probably around near the Attitude Era, I would think. A little after that. 2000s. Only one makes logical sense to me. Hmm. I don't know. I'm ready when you are. All right. You three, two, one, and go. We got Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, and Edge. I almost put Edge. Oh, watch be like Jeff Hardy. CM Punk. Oh, CM Punk. Breaking point two thousand. That might. Maybe that started the Edge feud. No, I think the Edge feud. I don't know. Or was that later on? No, wait. No, the Edge feud was 08 because that was WrestleMania. It was after that. WrestleMania 12. <laughs> All right. So, did Jason return yet? No. He is not. Fuck. Still on his extended layoff. Extended layoff from the shelf? Extended layoff. On, like, 
three months now, ain't it? Uh, no, I don't think it's been that long. Maybe a month, month and a half. I feel like it's been a long, long time. It's been it's been pretty crazy. I bet. Pretty crazy. Everybody's everybody's busy. Everybody's got crazy shit going on. All right. Well, then let's talk about this past weekend's hell in a cell. Mm. There were, uh, I think, seven matches on the card, but we only picked five of them. <laughs> but I don't think one counts with uh, uh, <laughs> fucking R-Truth. The 24-7, 48-7, I-95 South. <laughs> you know. The border battle. Yeah, so he beat Drew Gulak. Uh, then there was a bunch of roll-ups later in, in the tag match. Roman beat Uso. And since Jay quit, he and his brother Jimmy have to take orders and acknowledge Reigns as the tribal chief. You think <laughs> they're going to form as a, a stable here soon? I would. It's leading that way. Yeah, I think they could have just did it without taking a beat down, I guess, if that's what they're going to do. I ain't watching. I'm done. I'm done with them. I'm so, done with D and with uh, the A. Well, they had to acknowledge Reigns as a tribal chief for the Usos and their immediate families will be exiled from the annoyed family. <laughs> but didn't the head shrinkers come out? Basically, the wild Samoans. That was the wild, the wild Samoans, Samoans yeah. not the head shrinkers. Wild Samoans. Thank yeah. you. Anointed him as the uh, tribal chief. Elias beat uh, Jeff Harvey, as he was called once on the show, by disqualification. Miz beat Otis. Uh, what, Tucker basically hit Otis and cost him the uh, the title there or the briefcase. Oh, so they're going to fucking not let him get his title shot, take it off of him, and then do a stupid Otis and Tucker feud? Cool. Yep. <laughs> let's not do so why even... anything. Well, let's not do anything original. Let's, let's just let Miz right. have another. Title run. Yeah. Let's break up a tag team that for no reason <laughs> that we weren't doing anything with to begin with. I mean, I mean I just... she needs to get tested for the COVID, man. <laughs> She's <laughs> ruining our show. <laughs> <laughs> the COVID returns. Um, no, I'm with you guys. And then uh, Sasha beat Bailey. I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. Was, was Sasha, did she have the title or no? She won it. No, Bailey did. She won it. Sasha yeah. lost her title they, to Asuka. They moved, they moved both titles then at Hell in a Cell. Well, two of the three, yeah. Well, I mean. Because Asuka didn't fight. We knew Roman wasn't going to. I oh, yeah, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then uh, – but I mean, it was it was a good match, won by submission. Bobby Lashley beat Slapjack by submission. <laughs> Slapjack, God, the names of these fucking guys. It's the Retribution guys. So it's still her business against Retribution. Uh, I like her business though. As I watch them, it reminds me a lot of Main Event Mafia. Did you think that too, Cody? Nope, because I didn't watch it. I'm done, man. After no. I was going to try you know to give it a the, chance. Yeah, no, I but know. But you've the main seen event them mafia. dressed up. Well, but I mean, I'm saying, I've you know, seen you've them. seen the Hurt yeah. business, too. 
and suits. Right, Do they remind before. you of Main Event Mafia? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Like the tweener um, of a heel and good? They're kind of in between... Like, they're kind of in between uh, the nation and... I think, like, to me, Hurt Business is kind of what New Day probably should have been when they first debuted, or at least what yeah. they wanted to be. That's a good point. Like, they're, I don't know, they're, they're, they're powerful, but they're not militant enough to where, like, you know, most WWE fans can tolerate them. Right. Well, I'm with you on that. That makes sense. Uh, and then... Biggest thing that happened was Randall Orton beat Drew McIntyre in a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. Um, 14-time champ. We figured it was coming eventually because they fought 87 times since WrestleMania. Right, and he's not going anywhere anytime soon. So, you know, Randy, you think he keeps it until uh, WrestleMania feuds with Edge? Edge comes back? Oh, Lord, if that's the plan. Oh, Wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure it is. Please, please don't let that be the plan. So he's tied with uh, Triple H for 14 titles, and uh, Flair and Cena, of course, at 16. Oh well, then this is last. This is Randall's last one. Then. Yeah, well, he can get one more. He can get 15. He ain't get 15. <laughs> I mean, he ain't going anywhere either. But I wouldn't be surprised, you know, that. Uh, so Survivor Series, this is a fun fact for you guys. We know Miz has the, the title now. So Miz can cash, if you think about this, Miz can cash in on Ordnance Survivor Series. It will be 10 years to the day in the same arena that he cashed in the last time. Hmm. Interesting. Did he cash it in on Randy Orton the last time too? No, he cashed it in on uh, Dolph, I think, didn't he? Hmm. Sounds about right. Was who did Dolph cash in on way back in the day? Oh, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. yeah. Isn't he in jail? He might be, if not under it. So he's getting there. Right? Yeah, he's – I wouldn't be – there was talk about him coming back, wasn't there? Excuse me. Yeah, I think until he sexually assaulted and raped a woman and that all ended yeah. Well, I think the last time he was supposed to come back was before he beat Paige up, wasn't it? Oh, and sorry, I, I was—you were right there, Chief. He did cash in on Orton last time. Oh, it was Orton. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <coughs> Damn, COVID. Tell her to wear a mask and stay six feet away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh man, I'm glad I didn't watch that. Because I was, and then Friday I watched SmackDown, and they did that stupid Law and Otis. That had to be the dumbest thing, even for WWE. It was they the do? dumbest thing I ever seen. Law and Otis. That's how you ended up with the Miz and Otis match at Money in the Bank. They had like JBL as the judge and and Ron Simmons was the bailiff. Dang. (laughs) Yeah. Law and Otis. Is that what you said? That's what it was called. Law and Otis. (laughs) Do you think it was Bruce Pritchard? Well, Bruce Pritchard's father-in-law just died. 
So it might oh, not really? have been. Yeah. No, it wasn't him, Nick. Because they, they, uh, I was trying to listen to Friday's show, and it was like from 2010 when Bruce started something to wrestle. It was just him. Doesn't even sound like him, really. And uh, they, mm. you know, Conrad's like, this is before me. He's, uh, his wife's uh, dad had passed away. So, you know, obviously they weren't recording the show, but he was going to record it on Saturday. So, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was so bad. It, the, basically, it was the Miz suing Otis to for the Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and so they did all that to end up with the match on this past Sunday. And after I watched Law and Otis, I said, I'm done. <laughs> that was it? That was your breaking that point? Was, that was it. That, that was it. And I've been through, I have seen some shit. <laughs> I might have to go back and watch Law and Otis because I just want to no. laugh at this shit. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's just going to make you mad. It made me mad. Oh, laugh. I don't care. I saw the highlight on I saw the highlight on Twitter, which is how I knew that they were they had the match, and that was the only thing I saw. It was probably the last maybe minute of that segment when JBL gave granted Miz the shot or whatever. It's like, ugh. yeah, not great. I'm just, yeah, I couldn't. I, I said I'm done. Just like I'm done with AEW right now too. I'm done with that. I guess Bischoff is on there tonight. I don't care. I'm just. I don't want to see. Uh, yeah, that ain't gonna bring me back. I don't want to see him anymore. I want to see. Dude, I watched that that MJF and Chris Jericho segment three different times to try to figure out what was so great about that. It's fantastic. That was, that was garbage. That was great. that was either. That was just as bad as Law and Otis. <laughs> I, can't, like, I think I'm just going to call this episode Law and Otis. Like, dude, now I know why Jericho is like a quote-unquote rock star, because he can't carry a tune in a bucket. That's what I was saying. He can't fucking sing for real. Like, like he can't sing for real to save his life. And just the whole, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm fed up with Chris Jericho anyway. But I'm also saying it. I don't think he's trying to fucking sing. I think he's passed all that shit too, for fucking nah, AE Dub. No, nah, ain't no trying no more. He can't. You just can't sing. He just can't sing. I don't think he ever could sing. They're a good band though. I like Fozzy. Like, I just I I'm done, man. I can't do it no more. <laughs> and then uh, dude, I had to I had to watch Ring of Honor all weekend. So that's what I did. You didn't, you didn't watch Impact Bound for Glory? Uh, no, I don't. I I miss Bound for Glory. We'll talk about um, that in a little bit. Yeah, um, but I heard but it was yeah, pretty good. Um, I I did. Yeah, I heard the same. I did just confirm. Uh, he did cash in Money in the Bank against Orton on November twenty second at the Amway Center, which is same thing. Ten years to the day. Absolutely true. Uh, is when Survivor Series is going on again. So that means he will not do it. He will not cash it in. No. But he's probably fighting Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre will probably knock his block off after he loses the match to Orton. What's that? Just not sure I understand the... Not sure I understand the creative here. Right. It, it is weird. 
Um, something that came up that I read, uh, and Cody, this is kind of specifically for you because I know you know a lot about Bianca Belair, but there's a thing here that said she might be the best built from scratch talent to come out of the performance center, meaning she had no prior wrestling experience until getting there. Would you agree? I haven't seen too many of her matches, honestly. Can you think of anybody else that was built in the performance center that was uh, really good? No. I mean, if that's what they're saying, I believe it. Because, I mean, you got to think they they don't really bring anybody in from scratch to the performance center. I think the last other person they tried that with was uh, the one chick from American Ninja. Right. And that's just terrible. What's her name? I I guess. Casey... uh... Oh, damn it. I can never remember. I don't know. Ricochet? Yeah. Ricochet's woman. Yeah. I I guess that's the only thing she learned in a performance center. Like, to date Ricochet and climb the ring post. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to look up some Bianca Belair matches now. Yeah, Casey Catanzaro, that's who I couldn't think of her damn name. Oh. Five foot, 95 pounds. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. She is tiny. Um, the uh, So something else that came up. So NXT is not involved in the uh, Survivor Series. I think Vince is just done with him. Sick of him losing to AEW every week. Um. So two times it's been Universal versus WWE Champion at Survivor Series. The original match has gotten changed. I, do you think the same trend continues? So last time it was Brock Lesnar against Jinder Mahal, and it ended up being Brock Lesnar against AJ Styles because AJ won a title from Jinder. Time after that, it was supposed to be Brock and AJ. It ended up being Daniel Bryan and Brock. Oh. Uh, who are the champions now? Roman and Orton. Roman and Orton. Jeez. Two heels doesn't make sense. Jesus, that Brock's coming back. McIntyre, bud. What's that? Well, I'm surprised they took it off McIntyre. Right. Oh no, Brock's coming back. Him Is and, he? And, yep, it's going. Brock's going to come back, man. He's going to beat up Orton. Gonna be Brock and Roman. Heyman's gonna have everything. <laughs> don't think Brock would come back and beat up Roman? No, there's. I don't I see th- why not. Well, he he could, yeah. But I hope they don't fuck this up. Him being a heel, it's about the only good thing they got going on. But they gotta, they gotta just take him away from the damn Usos. Come on, man, give him something else. Yeah. It's trash. I mean, they could have just made a stable with them when he came back as a heel, and it would have made even more. It would have made more sense than what they're doing now. Oh my god, absolutely! Like he could have just came back. He could have. They could have did some little, you know, backstage thing or something with the Usos, and he could have just said, "Come on, let's go, run with me," and yep. it would have made more sense than this nonsense they're doing now. Just be a strong heel faction and just beat the shit out of people. And yeah, right, I agree. Instead yeah. of go through the whole embarrass the family and you know, right, to bow to me, you know, it's just it doesn't make right. sense. Right, no, it don't make sense at all. 
when you try to show you, you're trying to, you know, show how this is like some type of big deal, but yet the only pictures you have uh, of them together, everybody's smiling from ear to ear, mm-hmm. you know, happy. Ain't nobody happy. Oh. Yeah. WWE creative hasn't made sense in 10 years, so. Nope. And people still eat it up. That's the sad part. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're here to tell our 35 listeners. <laughs> don't, be, don't be a sheep don't follow that shit yeah just sometimes, sometimes we have more than 35 our, yeah so we're 69 um no, we haven't got there yet. sometimes <laughs> just depends on how we name these episodes alphabet aerobics is uh, still a popular episode probably because named it after a song it's probably, honestly, it's probably just Parrot not understanding how downloads and playing work, so he accidentally just hits the button like 10 times. That's probably <laughs> Parrot's our primary listener. Yeah. He's got to start naming them after uh, some popular, popular artists out there, Taylor Swift or we- The Weeknd or somebody naming, naming it after their songs so people accidentally click our shit. Yeah, that would be great. That's exactly what we want as a Taylor Swift fan listening to the rest of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> we love us some Tay Tay. Um, I do. She's trash, too. I don't, I don't think she's talented at all. No, uh, she's great. No talent whatsoever. Man, get out of here. No talent whatsoever. Writes all her own shit. It's usually about a guy she dated. That's my lifelong goal is I just wanted to write a song about me. Get with her, hey, break up with talent. me, write a song. <laughs> that's just saying what I, you know, that's all. Hey, here's a song about what I did last summer. Hope you like it. <laughs> that's, isn't that everything? That's, that's not writing it. your own shit. That's just taking a page out of your own diary. Jesus. <laughs> what the hell okay. is that? Post her relationship shit on Facebook all the time and everyone makes fun of them. Yeah, man. Like, what kind of shit is that? That ain't talent. Facebook. Keep that stuff out of songs. Uh-huh. Damn, Vibration Bryant. Vibration Bryant. So anyway, all right. So Moose beat EC3 at Bound for Glory. Rhino Rhino eliminated Sammy Callahan in that intergender call your shot gauntlet match. Since he won, he gets, uh, you know, the chance to fight anybody of his choosing that has a title. And then uh, since he won, Heath also gets a full-time contract with Impact Wrestling. Rhino as the man beast from Detroit, Michigan, Rhino. Yeah, him and Heath Slater, his tag partner in WWE, yep. are now both employed at Impact. Yep, failed gubernatorial candidate, Rhino. Can't win them all. Can't be like Kane. He didn't run for governor. <laughs> governor Was it or mayor or whatever? Or he was something. trying to be like a fucking rep. Yeah, I think he was trying yeah. to be like a house rep or something. House of Representatives. Either way, he failed. Failure. Right. Uh, Ken Shamrock. Yes. 87-year-old Ken Shamrock beat uh, Eddie Edwards by submission. 12 minutes. Shocked he went that long. Uh, And then Rich Swan. The biggest thing of the night was Rich Swan beat Eric Young to win the Impact World Championship. You cool with that, uh, Cody Bryant? I don't see why not. I mean, that's the thing with Impact, dude. They'll give anybody a chance to be a world champion. That's good, though. So, yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, Rich Swan. that's good for him because he was in WCW for 
or not WCW, WWE for a couple of years. He was in the cruiserweight division. He was the champ for a little bit. Yeah, until he beat NXT, up his wife. Yeah, until he yeah. beat up his wife. Yeah, which is actually Sue Young. So, is it? Yeah, yeah. Huh. I did not know that. Uh, which uh, she made a, an appearance. She came back. I didn't. Uh, I didn't yeah, she won too, didn't she? Yeah, she, she came back, won the the knockouts uh, championship. Um, Impact dude pound for pound has like the the best women's division in wrestling. Like pound for pound. She should have just kept her her actual name instead of Sue Young, Vanna mm. Ray Riggs. <laughs> no, that'll work too. <laughs> Vanna Ray, Vanna Ray. I like that. Eh? Yeah, because she beat uh, Deanna Deanna Perusa, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, she. Damn. So I mean, so, do they do they have it on there that they're married? Like an impact? Or is it known? No, nope. Well, yeah, like on. Yeah, it's not known. I mean, is it known oh, in storyline? No. Okay. Yeah, no. They're, they're completely. Uh, Sue Young is technically a heel. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you already talking about the girl from Rush Hour still? I thought we talked about this last week. (laughs) (laughs) They find her. Seen it. Jackie Chan gets her. Jackie Chan. Are you... uh... By the way, Rhino lost. uh, He did win his uh, primary, but then lost his house seat. Oh, so he won the Republican primary. Representing the 15th district, which is Dearborn, Michigan. Really? That's correct. No wonder he lost. Going yeah. for Dearborn as a Republican. Good luck. Yeah, and lost to, I mean, not, a, he lost to a Muslim man who that Dearborn is a. That's very exactly my point. Populous uh, Muslim Islam sort of, um, I don't want to say cities, but I guess you could say districts in Michigan. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me. Good. He was more gracious than some of the other politicians that are out there in his defeat and wished his opponent that beat him uh, good luck and said he knew he would do well for the city of Dearborn and was happy to see him succeed. So there you go. You would think if more of our politics were like that, our society would be a much better place. Would be. Um, Are either of you watching Halloween Havoc right now? Um, I am right now. Did you say no, Bear? I thought you said you weren't watching WWE anymore. <laughs> NXT is different. Okay, you were just saying it's pretty much the same. No, I am not. You look so you look so depressed right now. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> you just look depressed. The only good wrestling I can watch comes on at four o'clock in the mornings on Sunday. New Japan. No, that's Ring of Honor. Or Ring Which, of Honor. By the way, um, the finals of the Pure Championship um, is Jonathan Gresham and, um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. I want to say it's Tony Williams. Uh, Tony Hot Sauce Williams, I think. Um, He's got a great name. Yeah. Sriracha nice. Williams. The only thing I used to watch on Sundays at 4 a.m. was not Ring of Honor, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to find the guy's name, Dan. 
Maybe not. Maybe those girls going wild videos stopped at like 2.30 a.m. Can you tell me what in the hell is going on on NXT right now? I, I, I don't know. Why are there like demons right now? What the hell is happening? Oh my God. It's Jesse the Body Ventura talking. Tracy, did I say Tony or Tracy Williams? I think it's Tony, I thought. Tony, okay. Tracy Williams. So it's Tracy Williams and Jonathan Gresham, which uh, Tracy Williams, he upset Jay Lethal in their block finals. Um, was surprised, uh, kind of surprising for a lot of people. A lot of people were thinking it would have been uh, Jay Lethal, Jonathan Gresham, uh, and have a uh, foundation um, final for the Pure Championship, which uh, Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal are the tag team champion in Ring of Honor. And I was actually kind of disappointed in their name, though, the foundation. I don't know. I think they, I don't know. I think they could have came up with a better name. But yeah. So I just went, I'm going Impact, Ring of Honor, and um, New Japan. Yeah, New Japan. Because this nonsense right now, I I don't know. I was trying to watch NXT because Rhea Ripley was going to be wrestling. And she's probably one of the best wrestlers in NXT, period. Like yeah, she beat Raquel female. Gonzalez. Yeah which was a really good match, like male or female. Yeah, I saw Santos Escobar beat Jake Atlas. Uh, I just saw Dexter Loomis won that weird Haunted House of Terror match against Cameron Grimes. Johnny Gargano won earlier against Damian Priest. Already got that title back, the NXT North American Championship. Eos tries fighting Candice LeRae later, right? Spin the wheel, make the deal match for the NXT Women's Championship. Hmm. Yeah, which I don't know. I don't understand a Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, spin the wheel. Like they're just throwing, they're just throwing stuff at the wall. See what sticks. Yeah. They say throw shit at the wall, see if it sticks. Yeah. That's right. Why, like, why would I want to see Io Shirai and Candice LeRae spin the wheel, make the deal? You don't. Like, exactly. So, which means I'll probably be changing the channel right now as we speak. Because there's nothing left to watch on NFT. That's what's happening nowadays, man. There's nothing. There's nothing left. Nothing left at all. It just makes you sad. Yeah. All right. The crazy part, uh, Impact, uh, last night's Impact, it finished with because they were doing the dark wedding or whatever thing, and um, like it's crazy how like impact can take some things and actually make it make sense. Like, yeah. you know, it's Rosemary and Johnny Bravo, they're doing their little dark wedding thing, and you know, Rosemary goes back and forth from the quote-unquote dark realm or whatever you want to call it and uh you know the only person that could do this dark wedding is father james mitchell so she had to go through a thing to bring him back he comes back 
does the wedding, you know, the wedding goes all through almost as planned. And next thing you know, now we got a who shot Johnny Bravo. Who shot him, man? Bear. Well, Bear, I'm going to give you a, I found a match or well, a card for you to go to. I don't care what match you pick. Um, since it's November 1st now, how about let's go back to November to remember 98 ECW. Looks like the main was uh, RVD, Sabu, and Taz against Bam Bam, Chris Candido, and Shane Douglas. They had uh, Balls Mahoney and Masala Tanaka against Bubba Ray Dudley and Devon Dudley. Balls, balls, balls. Hey, Tracy Smothers, who I know you mentioned died, mentioned died today. or Well, not today. Well, the 28th. Uh, he was in this card, too. Lost to Tommy Rogers. Southern boys. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I was going to mention uh, Brad Armstrong died on this day. If you remember him, B.A. had heart failure eight years ago on this day. Arachnaman. Candyman. Goddamn Candyman. Goddamn. I think my favorite, and Tracy Smothers was underrated. A lot of people don't realize that, but my favorite um, I think it was ECW one night stand. The first one when he came out with little Guido and I think Joey styles goes Nunzio full blooded Italian. Um, there was like two other guys, totally Italian. And then he gets to Tracy Smothers. He goes, couldn't find Italy on a map. <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh. It was just one of my favorite things. I think I got from that. Let's see. Do we want to do the Dudleys versus balls and Tanaka? Or do you want to do Jack Victory and Justin Credible versus Jake Roberts and Tommy Dreamer? Ugh. Right. No. RVD Sabu and Taz Triple Threat. That's the main. Yeah. Yeah, we could uh, we could try that one. It doesn't look like there's much that they write on this one here. So we'll do that one. So we'll do uh, ECW World Television Champion RVD. First, Savu, first, the FTW champion, Taz, with Bill Alfonso versus the triple threat with Francine. Mm, Francine. During RVD and Sabu's entrance, the Dudley boys jumped them. Luckily, Taz showed up to annihilate the Dudleys with various Tazplexes. With them out of the way, the match officially got underway. RVD connected with a high plancha before Sabu got the triple jump moonsault for two. The triple threat took over in clean house. Sabu got isolated with, with the usual heel tactics in this match. They even give us the old tag behind the referee's back spot, though it didn't have the desired effect because RD, RVD ignored the ref's wishes. Taz was put through a table off camera. A big brawl commenced, leading to a big moment of Taz being left alone with Douglas. He applied the Taz mission, and Sabu came off the top with the Arabian face buster. He covered Douglas to get the steal of a win with 12.57. Boy, that finish got next to no reaction. The match was a massive disappointment. I'd expect much more from everyone involved. Outside of RVD and a slew of spots, this felt like something you'd see on a house show or TV. Two and a quarter stars. Ooh. Jeez, Uncle Dave. Not great. Damn, that was quick. Yeah, that's why they just... <laughs> 
Yeah, these I I don't know if this dude isn't like a big ECW fan or what, but so yeah, none of these are really that long. So Dave Meltzer gave it a half a star. <laughs> <laughs> it literally says half star. Jake Roberts and Tommy Dreamer got a quarter star. Lance Storm and Jerry Jerry Lynn was a uh, looks like three and three quarter or two and three quarter stars the best thing on a match let's see gave him three supernova and <laughs> supernova and blue meanie dud <laughs> yeah, dreamer. dream jack victory incredible versus roberts and dreamer he gave a star and a quarter this 411 mania yeah this gave it a quarter star um dave say, Meltzer. let's see the bwo the BWO for Danny Doring and Roadkill, two stars. Tommy Rogers versus Tracy Smothers, one star. Yeah, this is one and a quarter on that one. Oh, wow. Dudley Boys versus Balls Mahoney and Tanaka, three stars. One and three quarter on this. <laughs> yeah, they're oh. not on the same page. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, this on a happy, which is happy, heavenly birthday. So we got to give a happy heaven. So a happy 76th heavenly birthday to one of the greatest of all time, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, the brain. How old was he then? 76. That's it? Yeah, that's what I said too. I was like, damn, only 76. The man. Oh, shit. So, thanks to Wes Anderson for my quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Grand Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry, Sparty Sorry, Sparty Steve. Couldn't get you on the show. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. WWE, hire us to fix your creative ASAP. Fuck that. They can't afford me. Uh, happy birthday, MVP.